Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Good morning, headspacers. Good morning. Y'all, do y'all see who is sitting in the box next to me doing our last show of 2021? Christy is back in her chair, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to be back. Hello. Oh, my goodness. It's so good to have you back, my friend. Motherhood looks great on you. Well, thank yes, you. It yes, it does. And speaking really of does. motherhood, it is not just myself who joins you. It is it is also Mason who is in his chair entertaining himself. So if you hear some sounds in the background, don't mind. He's just, you know, giving his commentary. My pastor says that's a way of just knowing that they are alive and well. So hey, amen. You know what? Prince Mason, you can go ahead and talk all you want. I'm eager to hear <clears throat> your thoughts on what we're sharing today because I'm sure <laughs> he has Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, y'all, we are at the end of the year. Can you believe we have, you know what? I think somebody needs to, to cue the shout music um, because da, 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 ba, ba, da. we have made it to the end of the year, y'all. It is, the, you know, it's not quite the end of the year, but for Headfirst uh, with Dr. Mike is the end of the year. So we are um, excited about our last show. Definitely excited about what's to happen in 2022. We'll kind of talk about that a little later, but um, we got a lot to talk about, Christy, because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. There are times I find myself listening to the news, <clears throat> watching the news, watching us reading something somewhere, something comes across my timeline on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, this is going to make a great thing on the show. Right. I realize Christy is still on maternity leave and we can't talk about it. But guess what? <laughs> Today we can talk. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. So what we got going on? Because I, I know you haven't been, I know you haven't been fully connected, you know, to the, the news because, you know, I mean, you're kind of busy. Just kinda a little bit. Just, just a just touch. So what are some things, anything kind of hitting your hitting your, your purview? Well, well I mean... I where shall we begin? I, I mean, I guess we can start with the the Jussie. Do you want to start oh, there with Jussie? You know about Juicy Smollier. Juicy Smollier, whatever you want to call him. Smollett. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You know, so for those that don't know Jussie Smollett, uh, he became really known for his role in Empire. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he is Journey's brother. So he we is. all know about Journey. Um, but... Oh, where do we begin? Chicago, in the middle of the winter, he claimed to have been a victim of some kind of hate crime, was beat up. And the description were these big, burly white guys, I believe. Like that was, and they did this manhunt all through Chicago. Now, now, now Christy, have you been to Chicago? I have. 
Yeah. So was it just me or when you heard about it, did something just not seem to add up? You know, my spirit man, you know, you know, the Lord gives you that, you know, what do they call it? Uh, discernment. The, the discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and something just didn't sit right in my shot or I was just like, <laughs> something is not right with this story. It, it, it doesn't make sense. If anybody's been to Chicago or even heard about Chicago's weather, they know how bitterly cold it gets there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the fact that you're out in the middle of the night on your way to get a Subway sandwich. And well, you got Empire money. Like you getting Lee Daniels Empire no, I'm not, money. I'm not even mad at the, you know, you can walk as a, a celebrity sure. and, sure. Get a, and get a sandwich, but it's cold outside. Yeah. It's the middle of the night getting a subway sandwich. I mean, yeah. it clearly, I guess it was a 24-hour subway. I, I don't know about Chicago, that. Chicago, so it probably it, was. Okay, fine. But it didn't sit right. It didn't sit right with me. And I um, had no idea it was going to evolve to what it has become. Yeah. But I certainly, you know, people were giving him the side eye from the beginning. Yeah. Well, not, <clears throat> how do I say this delicately? Because delicate, he's a part of two types of communities, right? The yep, black community yep. and the, the, the LBGQ. Mm -hmm. I don't know the rest of the... I'm not being funny. I just don't know them. I don't no, know I got you. It's a whole bunch. But yeah, it's a whole lot of letters. So he's a part of those. So the... the the They call him the alphabet community. Alphabet mafia. Mm -hmm. Yes, they definitely were rallying behind him and, you know, but as a member of the other community, I was right. giving him the side eye. I was like, dude, what's really going on here? Yeah, it just didn't sit right. And I, I'm just trying to figure out, what is there a mental issue going on here? Because why would you need to do that? So, you know, it's funny. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who is in the life. And one of the things that, that he kind of schooled me to is it sounded like he had a late night rendezvous that went awry. It didn't go the way. And that does happen. Where, okay. you know, you know, with everything, you know, people get catfished and stuff happens online. And so there was a hookup and it went awry. And instead of being able to own up to what really happened, he created a he created a story, a narrative. And I think at some point he actually started believing it. Right. I think he started believing it. And um, but I, but then, but, you know, as as the story went on. And then all of a sudden they was they transitioned to he may have made it up or he and he was saying he didn't. And I was like, but wait a minute, these people are still like out and about in Chicago. Like, and all of a sudden this things just weren't adding up. But then the bigger part about it was when he was on trial, he threw Don Lemon under the bus. Like, <laughs> I know Don Lemon was kept was clutching his pearls. Cause I was like, oh, you have violated, you have violated. Like, why? Even let's just say Don did do that, right? Which he probably did, but sure. that's just my he opinion. Did. He, he even admitted on the air he did. He I didn't say checked. I missed that. He checked, so yeah. He said he was checking on it because everybody was checking on him when stuff was going on, yeah. But why would you throw him under the bus like that? Like, why right. would you need to pull him into this whole craziness, right? It, it just wasn't. He, he's just, I don't know, I the fact that he doubled down on the lie. I mean, at this point, it's quadrupled down on the mm -hmm. lie. He has told it over and over again, and I, I'm, I'm glad that he got convicted. There was a funny meme that popped up. Um, I don't know if you saw it. That said something about uh, finally, uh, you know, Jesse Smollett 
can rest easy now because his attackers have finally been uh, brought to justice. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) There was another one that was from a a Nike theme that um, I thought was kind of funny. Um, And it, 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 you know, to be, so all to all our listeners, we are not being insensitive to the boy because I'm sure there's something else going on. Um, No, no, Mike, it's not being insensitive. The fact is there are many, many, many cases of, people who are targeted because they are homosexual, who are targeted because they are African-American. And he just completely, you know, it's just, just, you have to expose this for what it is because we don't want to lessen other people's real experiences. The boy that cried wolf, right? Exactly. Um, It was the, it was a Nike meme, believe in something, even if it didn't happen. That's what. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. On, On a different note, so I'm going to be honest with you, Christy. I was holding my breath when uh, I found out that Michael Strahan was going to go to um, go to space uh-huh. on the, on the, the blue, not the blue. I was going to call it the blue Ivy, but it's the blue something. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos little thing. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was, cause I was like, Lord, I said, they had done two trips. You know what? You know, Captain Kirk then went up. Um, they all then went up. Lord, don't let nothing happen to it. When the black man gets on the um, right, right, the things, I kind of was holding my breath, and uh, but he he is back here on Earth. He is, and he has made it back here. So congratulations, Michael Strahan, Strahan, right? Yeah, Michael Strahan. Strahan. Mm-hmm. I, every time I think I think about that show when we were talking about his April Fool's joke. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Mike, would you if you had the opportunity to go to space? Would you? Ooh, you know. I don't know. I think so. I think if, if I'm presented with the opportunity, I think so. I, I think so. Like if, okay. if, if opportunity gets to gets to me, absolutely. I, I love Star Trek so much. Um, Star Wars, all that. Yeah, I know you're a very adventurous uh, type of person. And so I figured your answer would be yes. <laughs> what about you? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I've jumped out of a plane, you know, all of that. I don't think that space is where I need to be. Yeah. I yeah. will admire it from the telescope and videos I, and all of that. And watch those National Geographic. Uh... <laughs> yeah, all of that. That's good for So me. my mom has tapped in. She said, yes, he would go. Yes, I see. And wifey has tapped in. Hey, baby. She said, I think he would go. Yeah, I would. I, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, look, I, I was half naked on national television, so why not at this point? Why not? What space? Don't <laughs> do it. All right, so all right, so we talk about space. Let's see, we talk about space. On the ducks. Okay, so um, things are getting ready to get a little crazy uh, with this. Um, you know, uh, the conservatives have been pushing for the Supreme Court to start talking about this abortion thing. And it's looking like it's um there's some action, huh? This yeah. has um so Texas made a, so so there's laws that are kind of reaching the Supreme Court now, um in different ways. So Texas has this law, and you can help me if I'm wrong here, where it's not necessarily like you can't go to jail for getting an abortion, but if um if I find out that you got an abortion, I could sue you. Or sue the company that does the abortions. Is it something like that? Like it's a, something like that. It's a little convoluted, confusing. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, he here is, and, and and I've been learning like so. So I'm gonna be honest with you, Christy. Growing up, you know, I guess in our community, I just I heard of people. I just really I didn't really know about the abortion thing because I felt like there were more more people just um, getting adopted or you know auntie and uncle and them were taking care of the babies. Like that's just kind of where I kind of sat. So the abortion thing wasn't really a big. It wasn't something when I went to college and I went to a more conservative Christian college, that's when it became a thing, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't as big, um, as big of an issue. So I'm, I'm starting to get caught up in the learning and I want to go for the record that I do believe that conception does begin, you know, life does begin at conception. And, and so I want to make sure everybody is clear that I, I do believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that, but that's, that's where the point of contention is with folk, because now the argument is when exactly does this when exactly is it life? And so the Texas law, I think Roe v. Wade makes it so that um, abortion is legal up to 21 or 23 weeks. Um, that's when viability is considered. But what Texas does is basically says six weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are just arguing that a lot of people don't know that they're pregnant at six weeks. And so by the time they find out, there's no opportunity to, to make any choices. Um, and it doesn't leave any room for like if a person's rape, if there's incest, if there's anything like that. And so it's just very contentious. And I think mm-hmm. the Supreme Court, the, the Supreme Court basically ruled that they're going to keep the law as it stands, but anybody who is affected by it has the right to go to the lower courts to um, what is it to go to the lower courts to challenge the constitutionality of it. Mm-hmm. So wow. they, they left some wiggle room in there. This is a, you know, I, of course we all have our own opinion. I mean, I agree with you with when life begins. I believe that as well. Sure. Um, if we, if we, I'm trying not to go down the, you know, whole religious road of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ultimately, you know, just believe that people, God gives us free will. Mm-hmm. And you have to exercise that free, you, you, it's up to you, you know, what, hits your moral compass and you know you yeah you have to allow people to i mean i don't know it's so tricky because then you know it's real tricky it's real tricky because and so and where i've landed on it where i've landed on it it's just like anything else at some point we have to I, i guess i feel like for us to take this time to kind of challenge laws and laws and make the law, people are going to find a way to get around the law. And what I'm worried about, I think about that episode, that um, that movie for Colored Girls, where mm-hmm. the girl was so scared about getting an abortion, she went to the back alley and got a back alley abortion. And what I'm concerned is that we're going to have more of that it's because there's a prohibition on it. We're going to see a lot of that um, because I'm already convinced that the folk that have money are going to figure out how to do it. Oh. They're going, to, they're going to do it. They're going to pay people off to come into the house. I mean, it's going to happen. What I what I believe in as a minister of the gospel is it is my responsibility to lead people to the Lord and lead them to a relationship with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will determine, you know, well, if your relationship with the Lord, there you go, right? And so with, because I, I don't know anyone that has had an abortion that does not remember and think about it for the rest of their lives. Right. Um, from what I understand, and you know, I'm a man, so then there's the other piece of it. It's hard for me as a man to sit here and try to, you know, legislate something like that too. But you know, I don't know any conversations I've had with females that have had that they've said they remember it all the time. Not to mention there are lasting, 
you know, there there's a time when they do want to have a baby and they're not able to because of that. And I just, I just I'm just worried that it's very we're layered. Trying to fight, we're trying to fight the wrong battle, and um, mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting these next few months because they got these conservative judges in there, and we're, it's looking like that they're going to really try to do their best to overturn Roe v. Wade. So let's pray for our country, right? Let us pray. All right. Well, speaking of prayer, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break, Crystal, and we'll be back with the. Uh... 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Walt Services on Instagram. Remember, G Walt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. Wow, so I can't believe it's my last heads up for the year. And um, you know what's funny is um, <clears throat> I have, every year I try to come up with a theme uh, for what I'm going to live by for the new year. Um, I, I try, I kind of come up with like some kind of theme, uh, the kind of, you know, I guess you could call it a motto for the year. And uh, this one I'm going back to is working harder. I mean, I'm sorry, working smarter, not harder. Working smarter not harder. Um, as you all know, I believe in the power of coaching. And, you know, not only does that mean that I serve as a coach and I have um, people that I serve as a coach for and even a mentor for, but I also have coaches, you know, for myself and I have different coaches that help me with different aspects uh, along the way. You know, I have coaches that help me with uh, in, in the ministry, um, coaches that help me along the way in, in business, coaches that help me along the way in my professional life. Um, I have some unofficial coaches that help me even in being a dad and being a great husband. And um, one of those uh, coaches, uh, James, is one of my coaches when it comes to like really developing as a businessman. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I have a desire to be a great entrepreneur. But to be honest with you, it, it, it takes some work because there are aspects of being an entrepreneur that um, don't come natural to me. And I'm just going to be real. Like, you know, the idea of making money working for myself is great. But then there's like this grit and tenacity that comes along with being an a, a entrepreneur. Um, sometimes that means you got to be a little cutthroat. Um, and and that's, not, that's not all me, right? And uh, so with that, I, I have a coach that really helps me with that, especially helping me shift in an entrepreneur's mindset. And one of the biggest lessons that James gave me was the idea of working smarter, not harder. Um, now, I know for many of you, that sounds like an oxymoron. Um, especially for those of us who have been taught in the power of hard work. And I, know, I think a lot of people hear, oh, so what you're saying is that, you know, things are supposed to come easy to you. And that, no, I'm not saying that at all. I think that working smarter, not harder, actually um, is a little more challenging because what it does is it allows you to make sure you're putting the priorities in the right space to get maximum effectiveness. There's a great quotation that I love. It's, a, it's an old Jap Japanese quotation that says this. It says, vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. Vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. Now, whenever I hear that quotation, I think about going to the grocery store with no list on payday, and I'm extremely hungry. <laughs> 
that is a recipe for disaster, right? Because you know you're hungry, you got a little piece of change in your pocket that's burning it. Everything you see on the aisles looks so good. You're gonna cook this, you're gonna cook that, and you're going around and you have no plan. And then after it's all said and done, because you had no plan, you get all this stuff into the house and you realize, yeah, I don't feel like any of this. Let me go ahead and get a pizza, right? And, and so, so with that, what happens is you're doing all this work, but really, what do you have to show for it? Shirley Reed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, a lot of times, you know, in, in the business, uh, the biggest loser space, um, <clears throat> one of the things that uh, I kind of left the ranch with was if I do any type of activity, um, exercise wise, I have to always sweat. Like I just had this mentality. That's what I had to do. Because if I wasn't sweating, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> that's kind of, and, and what happened was along the way, I started having interactions with some other folk. And they said, well, no, I mean, sweating is good. Don't get me wrong. But they said, there's other things that you have to work on. You have to work on your strength. Um, you don't necessarily sweat all the time when you're working on your core. You don't necessarily sweat all the time when you're working on just, um, you know, building up your, your endurance when it comes to different things and building the habit of those things. But those are just as important. And, um, and so I realized that, you know, um, just because I work long does not necessarily, I'm being the most productive. Uh, one of the reasons why I fell in love with CrossFit, you know, CrossFit is the idea of an exploit. It takes on the idea of high inter intensity interval training hit. Right. And it's the idea that I don't necessarily have to spend three hours in the gym working out where I can actually, if I spend a good solid 45 minutes to an hour with really getting into what I need to do. Um, it could be just as effective, not even more impactful. And I have more time to do other things with my life. So, so with that, I want to challenge us all as we're walking into 2022 to really think about what are some areas where I can work smarter, but not harder, right? Because, you know, I will, I will tell you pre COVID, I was overwhelmed. I felt overworked. I felt underappreciated. I felt undervalued. I felt like, um, I was putting in so much effort and then the other people that I was working with really wasn't matching my effort, wasn't matching that. I felt like, um, you know, um, nobody was really caring and I, I was giving my heart and soul to these ideas and these ideals of things and nobody else was reciprocating it. And, you know, I think the Holy Spirit kind of helped me see that. No, um, through the COVID experience, through the pandemic, um, when things started, you know, shutting down, realizing that, you know what? Mm -mm. There's more to life than just doing all this work and not having a lot to show for it. Working smarter, not harder, right? What, what are some ways that you can work smarter, not harder? Um, you know, some ways I can do this, you know, making sure that I'm maximizing my time. I've started utilizing my calendar more where even little things like taking a walk, I actually have put that on or, or I schedule a time in my calendar where I actually will get up and just move around so I can get some activity in my life. Um, I put blocks on my calendar where I can't schedule something in it because I know that that's a time that I need just to have a mental health break. I don't feel bad about binge watching Chicago Med because that's an opportunity for me to kind of just break away from the reality of what's happening in life and kind of just sitting back and relaxing. I'm figuring out ways that I can actually utilize my team more. I don't have to do everything, you know, putting together different, um, allowing and empowering other members of my team to help move the message and move the vision along. Those are things that um, 
that can help you along the way with working smarter, not harder. And so one of the things I just want to challenge you all as you are moving into 2022 is, first of all, you know, come up with what is going to be your mantra as you're moving into the new year. But then secondly, I challenge you all to work smarter, not harder. And guess what, everybody? That's my heads up. the headspace with dr mike show on all social media platforms at headspace dm we want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show we also value what's important to you and your community dm your show ideas to us on instagram or facebook the next time you log on you may hear dr mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart There it is. There's our other co-hosts sitting in there joining us. What's up, man? Say hello, everyone. What's going on, brother? Say hi. Say hi, Dr. Mike. He's the cross between the two of y'all, I tell you. <laughs> he has the eye action of Rob. Like, he does the eye thing like Rob. The, the, mm. the shift, I don't want to call him shifty eyes, but you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. He, just, <laughs> he looks like the both of y'all. Well, thank I you. I think. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think I had something to do with this. You had a little something to do with Just it. a little bit. <laughs> so, all right. So, first of all, let's tell everybody, listeners, listeners, 2022 is going to be fire for Headspace with Dr. Mike. Um, we are going back to the lab. One of the reasons why I opted to, um, to go ahead and just make this our last episode of the year is so that, first of all, we can get some much-needed rest. You know, we've been going hard. I'm actually going for a little procedure on my knee next Saturday. Uh, so, um, so that's, that was also a piece of it. Then we're going into the holidays and stuff, but when we come back, we're going to be announcing when our return is to air and, um, it's going to be fire y'all like really just excited. We have a, a little under a year under our belt. We have season one. So season two is going to be even more impactful. And so I'm really excited, but if you have any ideas for some things, you have some prospective guests, if you have some sponsors, like people that you think would like to invest in, 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 in what we're doing with Headspace by all means send them our way because uh we want to make sure that uh, we're meeting your needs and that sort of thing um but um i'm really excited about that uh i'm excited about what the lord is doing just um some of the emails that i get from folk who just say uh, they appreciate um just us taking time to just talk through some things and allow people to be like look let me let me let me talk about this let's let's, let's think about it um speaking of which um, one of the areas that really keeps just coming up, and I feel like we just keep having these conversations, is um, about you know the racial climate in America, right? Um, we one of the biggest areas that we kind of saw through the the social, um, well, through the pandemic, was in that area of criminal justice, criminal justice mm -hmm. reform, uh, the justice system. Um, we had the situation with. Um, Ahmad Arbery, and you know, uh, you know, just grateful that um the the, ju the 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 jury was able to come to a guilty verdict for those three um, murderers. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and you know, I, I think about um, I think about what it could have been like had it not been for the fact that we have social media and we have video phones and stuff. Um, because to be honest with you, I think that the smoking gun was that video footage. Uh, that was actually able to show to the world what really happened that day mm -hmm. uh, because it was really a setup because if you remember there were two two prosecutors one that's actually getting ready is gotten has gotten indicted because uh she was mishandling the case 
and was trying to just some um, and so how many more of those are happening um that we don't know about and that you don't know about and mm -hmm. uh, so i just you know i i do think that um there's a possibility that you know i think that there are some who will throw race out there as like well it's racist and you got well, wait a minute let's sit back and think is it really I'm not talking about these situations, but is it really race? So I, I do believe that sometimes we kind of throw that race card out there a little quick and we need to, you know, maybe sometimes pull it back. But the same token, if you have to do a whole lot of explanation for something, then, um, you know, what's really going on here? For instance, Kim Potter, uh, the officer who mistake, who has mis mistaked her, ta her gun for her taser. Oh, you want me to say something? No, I, there's nothing to say. Yeah, Mike, you know, when we first discussed this part of the show and you were mentioning it, I was like, now, wait a minute, which one is this? I'm, right. Uh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, because at this point, you just get lost in the nonsense. Yeah. You, you truly do. And if you have any desire to protect your peace, yeah. sometimes you have to just tune out. Stay away from it. Yeah. You have to because it's it's maddening, and especially those of us. I mean, at this point, it doesn't even matter if you have sons or daughters because mm -hmm. both sides are getting it. Um, and it, you you just think about the impact that these things are having on your mental health, on the possible. You know, you're always I won't say fearful, but concerned about your own children and your friends' children, and it, it's just your own self. <laughs> It's just, it's ridiculous. It's its absolutely yeah. ridiculous that we have to have these conversations every few months. Yeah. Well, and you know, I had a great conversation with a buddy of mine um, who was of the, the white persuasion about uh, Black Lives Matter. And what I said to them, I said, first of all, let's just stop with the, we, I think we've established that the organization Black Lives Matter and the concept of Black Lives Matter, um, there are differences. Different we got We got to separate that and when i speak of it i do speak of the concept yes and and they threw in the all lives matter. i was like i get it i said i get what you're saying in the eyes of god all of us matter what i'm dealing with when i say it is it's like this if i'm walking along and i drop a penny or two right i don't necessarily i'm not necessarily that quick and, and y'all by, by the way what i'm about to say is going to sound a little you know going to sound a little bougie i know where you're going but I don't necessarily go out of my way to go pick up those those pennies because those those pennies, you know, in the scheme of things, they, you know, I I'm blessed to the point where the pennies aren't really a, a and it wasn't always that way, y'all. By the way, just so we can we can say, but if I would have dropped like you know a quarter or even a, a dollar coin or, or or start dropping some bills. I'm going to actually go more out of my way to make sure I pick those up because they're a lot more valuable. They've been placed at higher value. They've been placed value, at a value. higher value. Mm -hmm. And so when I say Black Lives Matter, all I'm saying is I need you to stop treating us like the pennies that you just drop out of your pocket and treat me more like the $50 bill and the $100 bill that may fall out of your pocket so that we all can eventually say we're all equal in the eyes of everybody, right? And, and, mm -hmm. that, and I just don't get the sense that the same care and love is is given to those of us who are black and brown. I just don't I don't feel like it, it is still given there. It's it's not. I mean, that's just facts. I mean, anybody who disagrees with that is either they're living under a rock or they just choose not to see what reality is. Right. Um, 
I've, I've heard another comparison of, you know, we have a whole entire month dedicated to breast cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that uh, colon cancer, lung cancer, and all the other cancers don't matter. Yeah. We are just highlighting that particular, you know, cancer because we want to make sure that, you know, draw attention. It, it affects men and women. You know, we just, right. so it's just like, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter how many analogies you use. Some people are just not going to get it because they just don't want to. Yeah. And 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 that's just going to be what it is. It's not okay, but we have yep. to move forward. And um, it, 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 it can be very maddening. And our justice system has a, a it needs a lot of work. It needs and, a lot and, of work. And, and you know, and I think that I think that if we, I, I, th- I think it can be done. I think there's an. I, I am grateful that we are a generation of folk who are. Um, oh, Christine is chiming in. Hey, Christine. Oh, we get the chat is burning up. Um, chat is burning up. Thank you all for your comments, Christine. Good to see you. Yes, all lives can't matter to black. I'm just saying we we have to. And Kevin, I agree with you. We are all equal in God's eyes. And that's what I love. I love that we are equal in God's eyes. And so what I need is I need the folk here on, on earth to start recognizing that we're all equal. <laughs> we're all equal um, and start getting to that. And and, and and that's where we have to do as a faith community. So with that, this was just an interesting little little tidbit, you know, because I was having a conversation. They were saying that racism is not no longer an issue in America. Um, well, According, there was a, a, a couple, black couple, mm-hmm. um, who was getting their house appraised. Um, I can't remember what part of the world they were in, but um, they felt as if the, the house was was kind of getting undervalued. And um, so what they did was they had a, um, a white friend of theirs show their home instead. And um, let's see, it was in um, Marin County. In North, Northern California, so Northern California is pretty, pretty well to do. Like it's it, the the values of the houses out there are pretty crazy, and they ended up getting a white friend of theirs to um, host the appraisal, and they ended up getting offered five hundred thousand dollars, almost half a million more between the two appraisals, and um, we've been saying that stuff like that happens, but nobody wanted to believe it. <laughs> Nobody wanted to believe it. And so um, so just to um, kind of see that stuff like that is happening, um, I'm interested to see. I think uh, Tanisha Tate Austin and her husband, um, they actually, um, yeah, you got to check that out. So I, I think that's this is nuts. I can't wait to, um, I, 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 we're going to have, one of the things we're going to add to 2022 is make sure we get Kim back on because I, I want to kind of get her perspective on that. I would love to hear her perspective on that uh, as a realtor and it's not surprising. It's not surprising. And I think that's the, that's the, which makes it, makes it sad that yeah. it doesn't surprise me. It's not like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. No, I, I believe it. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, I, you know, it's just very interesting, always interesting to see what out, what is out there. And, yeah. you know, that's why, come, come, Oh, shoot. that's why, I have a whole lot going on with my computer today. Um, you know what, Chris, let's go ahead and take a quick break. <laughs> Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. 
Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their position. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Christy, you and I have a love-hate relationship with our beloved Ravens. Um, Are we really going there? We're not going to go there long, but I just see a whole bunch of folk. Um, I, Jamal is in the chat. He said the Ravens play tomorrow to win. I Listen, I'm holding my breath. I just don't. I just, I love them and I'm wishing them all the best, but I just, I just, look, I have to stop taking some of my blood pressure medicine this week because of my, um, because of my um, surgery on Friday. So I probably shouldn't watch tomorrow's game. <laughs> you, you, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to need you to just, just wait until after it's over. Yeah. And, and find out because, because, you know, I love, I'm a ride or die. I'm a ride or die. You I'm going to love them. Well, they, they win, lose a tie. Okay. Yep. Um, what what I it just comes on if you're a Ravens fan, the bottom line is you're gonna have a heart attack every game. Yeah, at least a mini one. Yeah. You're you my my pit sweat. It, yeah. It's just unhealthy. It's, it's a, I, I liken it to an abusive relationship. Absolutely. You know, you and know, not to make light of anybody who is has been involved in an abusive relationship. Of course, but, absolutely. We're ooh, this is we're, this is light light talking here. We're just yeah, having talk. fun, folks. Right. But you know, you know, you're in a relationship with this team, and they—I mean, the highest of highs. I mean, they—they they take you to the highest of highs, but them lows—they low. They low. And and last week game, I'm gonna be honest—I couldn't even watch it fully. Rob and I, we we go back and forth. Speaking my husband, Rob and I go back and forth because he—we just get so angry because it's unnecessary. Now, do we want to talk about the controversial call by Harbaugh? Because I had one thought initially, and then I came around to another thought. So, and yeah, I, I think we're on the same page with that. It was, it was, get your facts first, then you can distort them as you please. That's what Mark Twain said a long time it. ago. That's and it. Um, I think that um, it was, uh, yeah, I think I, I, you know what? I mean, early in the season, they were hitting plays like that. It's just, I don't know. I just, it, huh. I have to take a step back when I look at the injuries that we have sustained yep. and the people who are out yep. and will not return this season. Yeah. The fact that we have a winning record at eight and four, yep. I think it does say something about the tenacity of our coach and our team and all of that. So it, 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 it is something to be said, but yeah. it's still because we are fans. We want them to win no matter what, you know? Right. Yeah. And so it, it's just hard. It's hard watching what's going on. And it is. Oh, I'm just praying. I'm praying. Um, Kevin, I know you're on here. Kevin Wayman in Denver. Um, know that our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Demarius Thomas. Um, yeah. Craziness. Died at the age of 33. Oh, uh, God. Ooh. I mean, because, you, you know, you, when you hear a retired football player, you're like, oh, but, you know, retired football players is not the same as, like, retiring from your state government job, right? Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different, you know, retired at 33, but um, and they don't really know the cause just yet. They're thinking it. Some some something health wise, they don't think it was foul play or anything, but um, definitely just a sad day to hear about that. Um, I remember that Super Bowl that he helped them win, um, Denver Broncos. So uh, sending some love to the the Broncos family out there. Absolutely. So it's head to head time. It's head to head time. Holiday edition. 
Um, oh, y'all, shit. this is kind of meant to be fun. Uh, we we got to kind of kind of have some fun with this. Um, and so, just to throw it out the gate, out the gate, out the gate, out the gate. Are we doing real Christmas trees, or are we doing live Christmas trees? What are we doing? Are we doing real Christmas trees? Are we doing live Christmas trees? What 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 is the preference? What is the preference, Christy? What you got? In the Baldwin household, there will always be a live tree. Okay. okay. Until or unless we are no longer able to, you know, when we get a little older at age and maybe it's just too much. Yeah. To go get one and all of that. But yeah. I have to have that pine smell. I want Mason to grow up with a live tree. Thank you, Shannon. All I, right, Shannon, right? Yes. I want Mason to grow up with a live tree. I mean, there are benefits. Yeah. Having a fake one, sure. or excuse me, artificial, I'll say. An yes. artificial tree. Yes. Uh, but there's nothing that to me beats the, the, the live. I mean, it's just the fullness that can come with it, the smell. Yes. It's great. When you wake up in the morning and you could just smell the aroma of the pine needles and that sort of thing. So I went, I have been that way for a long time. Um, I think uh so. So here's a little funny story. Um, I was, I'm more of the two of us talking about being Chirella. I was the one that was really gung ho about decorating and like just Christmas is like my favorite holiday outside of my birthday. And so, um, and yes, you get it. And so, um, so I really love Christmas, everything about it. Grew up all the time with live trees. Um, but then, you know, Chirella, you know, they love Christmas. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I remember when we were just friends, I would go to their house and I always joke, I thought she was a Jehovah's Witness because they had no like decorations in the house. There was no tree. They they had gifts, but they were like lined up on the on the um on the, the chimney. But it was it wasn't am, any shade to them. I am appalled and appeared by that. <laughs> but you know, they they were they had they just it was a different thing. And so it was one of those things that I kind of said, you know, and, and Shirella really honored my love for Christmas. And she was a trooper. Like we did the whole real Christmas trees for years, did the whole Christmas tree. And then she had to deal with, you know, vacuuming up the, the pine needles and all the other stuff. But then it got to a point where we were just so busy during this time of year with productions that we weren't really maintaining the tree. And to be honest with you, it got to a point where we weren't even enjoying it like we like to. And so I went ahead and, um, we moved to the third floor of where we're at now and was like, you know what, let's just go ahead and um, get a fake tree. And so we ended up getting a, a fake Christmas tree, an artificial tree. And I'm cool with it though. Like when we get into a bigger house, we'll probably go back to that, you know, cause you know, when you get to the bigger houses, you have more than one tree, right? Of so course. we'll probably get yeah, back. We'll, yeah. We'll probably, we'll probably get back to that. But for right now we're, we're okay with our um, artificial tree and, it's, it's good because after Christmas is done, we can take the, the bulbs off. Although I'm not going to lie, last year the tree stayed up till about February. But I mean, that was just because of the pandemic. <laughs> I get it. So you need that extra, you know, joy. Need that extra thing. So. Okay, what's the next thing, Dr. Mike? Are we doing white lights, classic lights, or colored lights? I, very, I have a very strong feeling about this as well. Must have the white lights. Really? That is you classic. As a classic person. It say again. You didn't you don't strike me as a classic person. What? 
Really? Oh, absolutely. Yes, because I feel like the 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 bulbs and the ribbon around the tree, that's the highlight. That's what pops. The okay. the clear lights are with you know, the simplistic and to me it's just elegant. Okay. Huh. Somebody else agrees with me. I, I miss Yeah, you do have some, you're, you're getting some you're getting some uh some love there from our producer. Crystal, um, exactly, Crystal. Shannon's is doing crystal. So Shannon is doing classic this year. So it sounds to me like every year she does a different theme. So that's probably what's going on with her. Mm -hmm. I'm about the color. I like the color. I just like the color. Um, and one of the issues I'm having now is the tree that we have came pre-lit and the, the lights don't move. And that's bothering me because I like I like to actually sit on the couch with nothing but the Christmas tree on and watch the thank you, Kevin watch the lights flash sip some eggnog you know it yes. may be naughty it may be nice i don't know <laughs> um but you know i like to be able to do that and just sit have some christmas music playing mm -hmm. and watch the, the trees just blink and dance um and so we don't have that with this tree but um i may i may actually go try to find a couple of blinking lights just to put on it um thank you jamal the color lights okay all right all right all right all right let's see are we wrapping gifts or are we putting them in gift bags? Now, I think this depends on who the gift is for. Okay. Okay. If the gift is for a child, you must wrap it. I mean, what child? You got to rip it apart. Yeah, that's rip it apart. That's the fun and getting the gifts. Yes. Now, if it's an adult, they can get a bag. Okay. You know, and I'm a hor horrible rapper. That's horrible. what it is. But I feel like now, I, I mean, I take joy in wrapping them horribly because yeah. it's, it's like a piece of me I'm giving you every year because so, my wrapping is terrible. Terrible. You got to keep what? practicing. Say again? You got to keep practicing. You got to treat it like the artwork to. that it is. No, at this point, it's my signature. Uh, it's my signature. So I, I even, I want I want Mason to know, mommy wrapped, wrapped these gifts and they're horribly wrapped. Now my mother... She she could probably uh, be be um, paid to wrap a gift because she's just that pristine with the with the you know folding and the cutting and the taping, yeah. And Rob does better than me too, but I'm horrible and I and I, I um I'm embracing it. <laughs> Kevin said I can't wrap a gift to save my life, so give back <laughs> all the way. So me, I'm all about the gift wrap. I love. I'll do bags other times a year. But for Christmas, the gifts have to be wrapped. It's it's to me, it's a part of the decor. Yeah. Cherelle is agreeing with you, uh, Christy. She's 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 like that too. I'm all about like we have a whole kit for wrapping gifts, like a whole supply closet, different wrapping papers, wow. and I like I like designate like my time that Chris that period after I've done my shopping on Christmas Eve, and we I've I've started cooking whatever I'm going to cook. Um, everybody else to settle down where they're at that's my time to like really mm -hmm. pull out the gifts i sit under i sit on the tree i have whatever's on tv playing my eggnog of course and i'm wrapping my gift and it's like artwork to me like i do the curly the curly um the ribbon, ribbon. i love mm -hmm. that like that's just it's not really christmas unless you don't have that that's my thing all right so here here's this um let's see let's see um oh are we doing gifts or are we doing gift cards? Gifts or gift cards? I'm always, I'm typically a gift person. The only exception, I mean, even outside of Christmas, 
Um, the only exception to that is if somebody has requested a gift card or if it's like if it's like a baby shower gift, I will give gift cards um, because I think that's more, you know, beneficial for new parents. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I like the gift. There's something about, you know, putting thought Mm -hmm. into purchasing a gift and, you know, selecting mm -hmm. it specifically for someone, I mm -hmm. think it makes it more special. And, and see, mm -hmm. yeah, Crystal agrees. It's yeah. more thoughtful. Um, but there are people who prefer that. And I think yeah. ultimately you should give people what they want. Yeah. So if it's Absolutely. like a, you know, a family member or a close friend who has requested something specific and if that's a gift card or, or money, then... Yeah, That's I'm with you on that. It's not yeah. about you. It's about the yeah. other person. It's about the other person. Yeah, for the most part, I do like to do the gift, like you said. I like, and there are times where the gift may be cheaper than if you were going to give her money. And they're like, well, that's what you want for a gift, okay? True. You know, that, that's what you want for a gift. That's that's okay. That's why it's about what the person wants. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's all about what they want. Well, that was fun. Look like we got a lot in the chat. Uh, Kevin said gifts and gift cards. Crystal said give some more thoughtful. Yeah. Agree with you all on that. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and take our last break and then close on out. All right. Focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. So, Christy, I shared with the world what I'm taking into 2022. I talked about how I'm going to be working smarter, not harder. Now, putting you on the spot here, what is something that you're planning on taking into 2022? Um, Maybe something that you're planning to leave behind in 2021, and then take into 2022 with you. What what is it that you're 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 doing? I guess you are putting me on the spot, but that's okay. I can handle it, Doctor Mike. Um, I have, for obvious reasons, had a, a an intense feeling of gratefulness this year. Just very very grateful, um, and I intend on taking that into 2022 and beyond. Like every year. I, I pray that God will give me the, the awareness of, of my gratitude to him, you know, to others. I just, I just want to really take that into 2022. I was listening to a song um, earlier this week and it talked about how you, how gratitude and anxiety can't live in the same place in the same space. So if you're, you know, constantly in gratitude mode, then you can't have that lack of peace. You, you want we restless and, and anxious about anything, which is the word. Um, so I, I definitely want to bring that into 2022. What do I want to leave behind? I, I mean, I, I got to think about that one, but okay. this has been a good year for, yeah. for, for Christy Baldwin. Yeah. Um, and so I am, I don't know that there is much that I can really think about that I want to leave behind. Um, you know, I just feel like it's onward and upward from here. So answer this for me. And I kind of went out of order here and I'm putting you on the spot again. Are there any, what kind of tradition, like what is a, what is one thing that you, you plan to do with Mason now that you got you and Rob are really like establishing the Christmas thing? Like what's something that uh, you guys are planning to do traditional wise? Cause it's y'all's. 
Good question, Dr. Mike. So it's a few things that I'm a little behind on that I, I'm still planning on implementing. We did take him with us to get the Christmas tree. So that's okay. always going to be a thing. Okay. Um, I, I want to do Christmas um, family pictures. We haven't been able to get to that yet. And sure. it's getting a little late, but we, I'm, I'm going to figure it out some kind of way. You kind of have a, a, a good photographer on speed dial. I do. I do. It's just like the timing and I know, I get it. outfits yep. together. You you know. did and the face beat. And I, I can, I'll rock, you know, I'll rock a bun and get a beat and I'll be okay. Um, but, but yeah, so I want to do that. Um, you know, Christmas has been in the Baldwin household since Rob and I got married. So that's kind of become an unofficial tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I typically, I didn't cook last year, but I do typically cook for Christmas. Um, so, so those are some traditions. I do want to, once he gets older, I do want to do the whole going to, uh, 33rd street, 34, what is it? Miracle on 33rd, uh, 33rd, 30, yeah. 4th yeah, street. Go down there and, and Hamden and go see the lights. And mm-hmm. I want to do those types of things with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. I'm, I'm excited. You know, we've it, enjoy it. Um, I do have a question. Is Santa coming to visit? Oh my God, that should have been a heads up. Well, we gotta be careful because I don't want mess. I don't want to be responsible for nothing because some of these parents may be listening. I don't want to lose any listeners. Got gotcha. you. Um, with the kids in the in the house, but it's you know, the Santa mommy yeah. and Santa daddy are. <laughs> you ain't baking no cookies. You ain't baking no cookies. Yeah, that might be just you know that's all really all about the parent anyway. I mean, you go, right, you're gonna leave them. We're gonna the taste the cookies as we're baking them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, I am so excited for you all sharing your uh first Christmas as a as a family. And of course, we can't forget baby jacks. Of um, course. Forget baby jacks. Big jacks. Yep, yep, can't forget him. And uh and anyway, with that being said, um, I wish you an a very Merry Christmas and all that fun stuff. So let's go ahead and uh, I think we have one more break and then we'll, um, we'll go ahead and get out of here. All right. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Christy, we did 41 episodes. This is our 41st episode. Wow. Headspace with with Dr. Mike. Amazing. Special shout out to Elevation Global Media Network. Uh, Thank you so much for... um, helping uh get us with this vision and helping see it come to fruition it's been an honor and a privilege to work with you all definitely have to give a shout out to uh the ceo founder president all that stuff big mama cassandra (laughs) ferguson uh definitely want to send some love to you all crystal thank you as always for your work with us uh as our host I mean, as our producer, so thank you so much for keeping us together. And um, everybody, you know, it's gonna, we're gonna, it's only up from here, y'all. So, with that being said, wish you all many of God's blessings and peace upon you all. Uh, may the Lord richly bless you during this holiday season. Please remember that you can't first say Christmas without first saying Christ. And so, with that being said, I wish you all the best. See you next year. Peace. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. 
Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>